Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, psychologist and author, Dr. Crystal White is our very special guest. The name of her new book is The Letter Code, Deciphering Why You Love the Way You Do is uh, is the name of the book, and a thrill to have her. Uh, Dr. Crystal White, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, first of all, congratulations on all the success of it. You're getting rave reviews and, uh, and accolades all over the place. And uh, how long has it been in the making? Uh, I would, of course, four years. In the last four years, it, like, started exploring it. But I really only started writing it since October, I really, it took me four years to actually execute the creation of it. Uh, how, how soon before you had the, the title and the, and the theme? Well, the theme probably came first, right? And title came afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if, if you don't mind, let's do a little bit of your history as well. And let's start from the beginning. Uh, where were you born? Where were you raised? I was born in Wyoming, kind of in the wilderness Wyoming. I was adopted from a very young age and grew up there until about my adolescence, and then I moved to Colorado, uh, Littleton, Colorado. I graduated from actually Columbine High School in the late 1990s, and uh, I would say the mountains are my home, my true home. Yeah, um, boy, that's uh, that's something. uh, You know, every time somebody says that, I always, uh, you know, I always think about. you know, uh, different interviews I saw around it. I remember uh, Michael Moore, I guess, uh, in, in one of his uh, in one of his documentaries, well, uh, Bowling for Columbine, I guess it was. Yeah. He was talking to the creator of South Park. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't remember which one, either Matt Stone or, or, or the other the other guy. And he uh, and he said, look, you grew up, you know, a town away. Uh, he, he said, what was the uh, what was the the feeling on everything that happened? Um, there is—is is there any anything you can give us any insight that you can give us of why something like that would go on, and and he what he said and again I, I don't want to get too caught up on there yeah. we're talking about love yeah. but what he, uh, what he said was something in- interesting he said you know he he said uh, I, the only thing I could think of is, is is I remember being in eighth grade and sitting down with a guidance counselor and and they said uh, okay look you got to get into honors math if you don't do eighth grade honors math you'll never get into ninth grade honors math and if you don't get into ninth grade honors math forget it you'll never do high school you know and he and he's thinking to himself yeah. wow my life's on the line here um I, you know and and wow i'm in yeah. eighth grade I, do you feel any pressure <laughs> uh do you feel any pressure growing up in a in a in a small town in Colorado and uh, was was there any of that what was your experience growing up um in, in those areas yeah I think like most generation Xers we were focused so much on achievement and success and making your mark in the world and finding like what you do for a living is fulfilling a purpose and also like conveys a certain degree of worthability and I did grow up in that type of culture I mean I I went to many different schools. I have different degrees and I really got to a point in my life where everything that I did had to be successful. It had to be excellent. And in, in many, many ways, exceptional life. And the reason for the letter code is I believe there's lots of other people like myself who are 
really great on the surface and we can be phenomenal in the boardroom and then go home and feel misunderstood or confused or lonely. And that is because I think our culture prioritizes what we do and how much, you know, we can earn or uh, achieve. And it doesn't really focus on how well we should be loving one another or ourselves. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but we all want better love lives. We all want better families. We all want more collaborative conversations. When we tombstones, when you look at a tombstone, it doesn't say author, right. <laughs> executive consultant. It's not going to say leadership development guru or executive <laughs> shaman. Right. It's not going to say executive shaman. Um, I, it's going to say, you know, what my relationships were. And I wanted to write a book about my own journey and trying to figure out my heart and figure out my own heart in order to connect with, you know, other people. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me remind folks if they're just tuning in or just turning on their radios, Dr. Crystal White is our very special guest and she's a psychologist, notable uh, psychologist, and she's the author of The Letter Code, Deciphering Why You Love the Way You Do. Um Am I getting that right? Am I blowing the last part of that? Or no? I think it's it's why you love the way you love. Love the way you love. I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I stand corrected. But uh, uh, punt, everyone punch in uh, Dr. Crystal White. Buy this book. It's getting rave reviews, and, and everyone can benefit uh, from this. Frank McKay here with Dr. White. Uh, doctor, l- let me ask you about, uh, about growing up. When the uh, first time that you noticed um, relationship, uh, issue and and was it something you noticed um, before you were involved in in you know the the romance game yourself or or was it something you noticed in either a family members or uh, or relatives or neighbors or friends um, or or did it not occur to you until you became of age let's say a teenage girl yeah in terms of romance it's always something that everybody wanted and it still is you know to to like today in our culture, it's something that people are pulled towards and compelled by. And I think that it's pretty much, I was aware of it since I had my awareness that boys like to do this if they like you and girls like to do this if they hate you. You know, it's all this this um, games that we play. And on the surface, we're all trying to decipher what it is, what this, what this is about. Uh you know, you, we all have these moments. I've had this moment in my life where I have watched like couples uh, eating dinner. I waited tables and hosted and was a bartender at Chili's in Littleton for like six years, seven years of my life. Wow. And, and uh, you know, you pick up on behavior, like the couple that says nothing during dinner to one another. And we might assume that that couple is absolutely uh, unhappy, dis- satisfied or unfulfilled but those two couples might be h's if you if you read the book the, one of the personality styles is an h and they absolutely love their independent uh, lives and if you have two h's together it could be you can frequently not have conversations because that's you know or you you of course there's h's that like conversations but the point is is that we uh, we don't see beneath the surface and we assume this what the story is and we assume what our own story is. And it's only until you dig a little bit deeper can you really decipher you know, what 
you need in order to feel fulfilled or satisfied or connected. Well, without giving away the book, uh, everything, all the secrets in the book, give us a Give us an overview on, on the letter code. And, uh, you know, you mentioned H's, you know, like yeah. give us just give us a quick uh, um, overview on the letters. Yeah. So there's four letters and they are H's, A's, W's and Y's. And the letter code helps you decipher how you connect with other people in a fast, efficient, satisfying way, like the lines of letters touch. And the way that letters touch describes or belies a certain degree of how you connect with other people. So I just mentioned H's, you know, where is their center of gravity? In, in an H, you look at a letter, how does it stand up? Where does it get its um, upwardness? And where does it reach out to another line to connect? And um, if you look at the letter A, the center of gravity is when they're both at the apex and they're leaning on one another. And there are definitely human beings that what they're looking in a love loving relationship is to lean on one another as their center of gravity. Um, so that is, you know, that's what the, why it's a code is like, if you can know your letter, you can know where your center of gravity is, what you really want out of love and what you really have to contribute to love. And then, then you can more effectively ask for those things and move in a choice oriented way rather than reacting and just kind of repeating the same thing over and over again, no matter who you're with. Right. <laughs> yeah. No question. I'm with the, uh, with, with the expert on this field, the creator of the, the letter code, I'm assuming the creator of the letter code, but, yeah. Um, yeah. author and psychologist, Dr. Crystal White is the voice that you're hearing. And again, if you're just uh, tuning in or you're just turning on your radio a little late, uh, Dr. Crystal White is the author of the letter code deciphering why you love the way you love and again here uh, with me frank mckay thrilled to have her and the book is uh is getting rave reviews everyone buy this book and and you know i imagine uh, amazon and everywhere you find good books is where you can get it doctor yeah absolutely let, let me you know uh, just uh, ask you about something that that i noticed uh growing up well, I, I shouldn't say growing up, but in my 20s, myself and a, a friend of mine uh, owned three nightclubs, three rock clubs, and, you know, and a lot of our friends, now keep in mind, I'm 51, he's, you know, fi I'm 52, actually, and he's uh, he's 54 at this point, so we grew up, when we were in our 20s, we were growing up with with women that were the first generation since the sexual revolution to get married, so a, a lot of these women were, you know, these young women were, you know, very, you know, very accomplished. They were, uh, you know, very sure of themselves and just about every field. But they were also raised by mothers who got married at 18, uh, 24, you know, 20. I mean, mm -hmm. 24 would be considered old for mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. I remember, uh, you know, five women um, uh, standing around once and they were, they were probably all about 22, 23 years old. And I knew them all since they were teenagers and they were clinking glasses. They said, yeah, we'll get married when we're 50, you know, and they were like, you know, celebrating their, their singlehood. But within five years, all of those women, and again, these, are, these all are intelligent women, a lot going for them. They all started second guessing themselves. Every one of those five. And I just remember mm -hmm. specifically, um, second guessing themselves, like, what, what's wrong with me? I, I mean, it's, uh, you know, these guys mm -hmm. don't want to get married. They don't want to do this. They don't want to. And, and I, 
you know, you know, assume that's because you know guys no longer uh, had to were forced to get married, just like you know women were no longer forced to mm-hmm. get married because of uh, mm-hmm. you know romance uh, or, or sexual needs or or what have you. But do you notice a difference between the generations mm-hmm. and and how, how they love? And you know, let's say your parents' generation or your, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. that, that are my age group, sure. um, as opposed to the, the generation before, is are they different when it comes to your letter code? They're not different. You know, we all have essential basic needs. It's just how we express those needs. So in the book, it describes like what your roots are versus like what your leaves or what the fruit of your, your tree is like. Of course, there's differences between uh, the generations because we have different technologies, different systems that support us. On my podcast, um, The Executive Shaman, I just had Zach on, and he's in episode seven, I believe. And he's in his, a millennial. He's in New York City. He's in uh, act, pursuing acting. And we talk about like digital age and how you're constantly comparing yourself to everyone and how do you love yourself and then love somebody else in that context. So there's there's different pressures that the generations have, but I, I don't think that we've ever as a culture looked at like, what is your motivation for being in a long-term effective, like fulfilling relationship? What's the need that you have? Because everybody is needs something in the, out of love in a loving partnership or we wouldn't do it. You know, we don't, wouldn't do it. So finding like out what you're really needing is empowering and it's scary as ever because then once you kind of know what you need, then it's up to you to get that need filled. Um, So I think that's a different, that's a different story than we've been talking about so far in the game of love. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, it's, it's about four years in the making this book. And again, I'll remind everyone the name of the book is the letter code deciphering why you love the way you love is uh, is the book and and the author is uh, our guest uh she's a podcaster but uh, she's a psychologist a noted psychologist and uh, and she's dr crystal white the author of this uh, wonderful book that is getting rave reviews everywhere buy it everyone frank mckay here with dr crystal white uh, let me ask you, you you mentioned four years in the making uh from the beginning from the start of that you know that four years to to now or, or to at least publishing date when you uh, when you finally finalize the book and here's the the finished how much did your attitude towards uh towards this subject change if at all uh, did you uh, uh you know obviously uh, yeah. new information came to you how much did you change in those four years towards uh, towards this subject well some people probably can say it's a revolution and others might say it's an evolution depending on their their point of reference but it's absolutely been transformative the more attention anybody brings to anything the more change you're going to see so i did a deep dive into you know why i was not married why i was not finding the partners that i wanted to find I mean I'm dateable I'm absolutely I mean I'm really good on paper right I went to Harvard I went to seminary like I have a really great stable job lived in Europe traveled a lot fun and at the same time I was 
not that fun to be in a partnership with. I was constantly challenging. I easily bored. I was really loving and yet very, you know, high paced and demanding. And uh, I just never felt balanced ever. I never felt comfortable and I never felt balanced. And I tried long-term relationships. I tried something circular dating where, you know, you date multiple people until you find one that you want to make a commitment to. And I tried not dating. Um, I tried online uh, apps and it, it was really uh, shocking to me, even as a psychologist. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's me. I cannot believe it's me. And it starts with me. And I've been putting all this influence into the hands of fate and into the hands of uh, my, my partners. And uh, that it was like an aha for me when I uh, had a breakup that was really hard on this, on my partner at the time. And it was up to me to change it. And so it's been four years and I did a deep dive and, you know, I had my own coach that was working through like all, all of um, underneath the surface, what was underneath the surface. And it's been transformative. Uh, even the even the way I'm talking about it now, it sounds really vulnerable because this is like my heart. It's not my work. It's not you know my finance books. It's not my political views. It's me saying I think that the next thing in our lives is to really look at taking ownership of who we give our hearts to and leading the way in that rather than just being passive about it. Yeah, it's just it's it's a you know wonderful subject uh, that needs to be you know needs to be focused on and uh, again the name of the book is the letter code and deciphering why you love the way you love. Doctor Crystal White is our very special guest and she's got a podcast and and she's a noted uh, psychologist and and she is uh, she's putting. Uh, a, 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 a theory into motion and, and she's getting rave reviews everywhere she goes thrilled to have dr crystal white frank mckay here with the doctor uh, let me ask you about uh, people being you know and, and even jump back to what i was saying when when these women who had a lot going for them and and um they were being very hard on themselves like what's you know almost like what's wrong with me um mm-hmm. why why am i you know not uh, not being accepted, you know, the same way my mother was. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it, the first thing we do uh, as people. And again, I'm, I don't want to uh, pretend to be uh, trained in psychology like you are. But uh, mm-hmm. as a club owner, I mean, uh, people are very, very hard on themselves. Women are very hard mm-hmm. on themselves, especially when it comes to relationships. And uh, and if uh, one doesn't work out, it, it, deep down inside, or at least uh, many women... I immediately say, well, it must have been something I did. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe on the outside, they say, well, you know, the guys, these, these, these guys are children. These guys don't, you know, Peter Pan, they don't want to get married, mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> but at the same time, when they, when they're alone, they're saying, wait, what's wrong with me? Do you find that one gender or the other is hard on themselves than, or harder well, on themselves than the other gender? I don't, I, I absolutely think that we are now in a, a time where men secretly, are believing the, the, exactly everything you just you just shared. It's just that women have had more focus and empowerment on speaking their voices and finding their truth, and they feel more free to share that to even sometimes strangers or their in, to their circle of friends. But I I know a handful of men right now that probably are 
uh, in relationships or just gotten out of relationships and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I lost this or I did something that, uh, you know, caused the dissolution of my marriage. So I, I don't think it's a gender thing. Um, if anything, I think that there is a, uh, a plethora of men out there that actually desperately want a more deeply satisfying, vibrant love and, you know, that they're in a rut of some kind uh, and they're compromising or overly accommodating and they're wondering like, what is it could, they could do differently to get the, the relationship that they want. I think research does show that women are more likely to leave relationships than men are. Uh, and that's just because women, I, I do think they are more vocal about when things aren't working. Uh, well, again, let, so, me, yeah. let me just remind folks, uh, if, uh, if you've walked away, I'm going to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. If you stepped away, I'll remind you that our very special guest is Dr. Crystal White. Um, she's the author of The Letter Code and Deciphering Why You Love the Way You Love is, is the title, the full title by this book. It's, uh, it's wonderful. It's getting rave reviews all over the place. Uh, noted psychologist Dr. Crystal White is, uh, is, is speaking to us right now. Frank McKay here with the doctor. I, I cut you off right before we um, right before yeah. I jumped into that. Uh, it, it, please continue with where you're going. I think I was just going slowly because I'm deliberating on what I want to say because I think that is a male um, crisis right now. Like, what do I want to say in order to to connect more efficiently with the partner in my life? And this is something that needs addressing. I, I do believe that men want the same in terms of their love lives as women do. And they've been silenced. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I think they've been silenced in a way, almost like introverted people get stepped over at dinner parties because the extroverts are extroverting too much. I think that it's time for us to make more space for our men and empower them to achieve the love life that they want. See, I, I need a seat at the table, a bigger seat at the table. See, I, I think uh, I think a lot of people listening might be surprised that you said women are more likely to leave a relationship than uh, than men, and that research shows that. Um, see, that's that's news to me, and and you know, and again, I'll yield to you. You're studying this, um, you know, scientifically and and from a, a psychological standpoint, um, and you've done all of this research. But I mean, you know, in, in my uh, in my world, I, again, I, I think when when we had the first, we used to own three nightclubs, and and when I had the, uh, when we had the first one, I think somebody figured out that after two years, uh, that I I introduced thirty six couples that either got oh, married wow. or or lived together, and I'll I'll be the first to admit they didn't all work out <laughs> too uh, right. too swimmingly. Yeah. Some of them were were bad marriages or bad, uh, whatever. But that was in the first couple of years, and that was in the, in the little place. But over the years. Uh, you know, I've, I've continued to do the same. My wife does. I and mean, we introduce, uh, you know, men and women all the time. And we have a lot of uh, really uh, wonderful women that are, are single. And, you know, and they're single in their 40s and their 50s and 30s uh, and, and certainly yeah. way beyond that. And men of the same age, I mean, they, they get out of a marriage. And, and even flawed men, men that aren't in the same category or mm -hmm. – or, or, um, 
level as these women. They just go so fast. I mean, it's we've been under the impression that there's there's a male shortage, you know, that there's a yeah. uh, and that even these lousy guys. I mean, Charles Manson was getting uh, marriage proposals in, in jail, and OJ, right. you know, I'm sure OJ's got you know women waiting to, to marry him, and uh, and it, you know, it's just. It's and again, I know that's I'm being flippant a little there, but we we've always looked at it like that. I mean, mm-hmm. shed some light if if we if we have that wrong, shed some light on how women are more women are leaving the relationships than men. Well, I think once a man is of you know in a certain age and in a certain relationship, they're more likely to. Tolerate the ebbs and flows of uh, marriage, and, and honestly, I think that we have assumed that men's expectations are different or lower than women's expectations. So the the most people file for divorce in March, right after <laughs> the holidays and right after Valentine's it. Day. And the, it, somebody can check me on that, but I think most it's women that are more likely to petition for the divorce. Than men. Now, I I would have to look in, to see when the last uh, research was done on that. Right. I do think though that I absolutely believe in the culture. There's this belief that good men are harder to find than good women. And first, if I, I you know that's giving men not that much credit. Um, but second, that that belief of scarcity is never helpful in terms of. A, you know, pursuing an abundant, exceptional relationship because then you start to subjugate your needs to uh, ideals, right? Yeah. So you say, I don't need this and I can tolerate A, B, and C. But then when you have A, B, and C, sooner or later, you know, you're not happy anymore. Yeah. So I, I think that it's highly important to to really question if your beliefs are helping you achieve the love that you really truly want to achieve and that is also the same for men Um, like if men are in a relationship where there's electricity still like that electric feeling of connectivity if they feel like they can take space or not take space in a way that is helpful to the relationship and not harmful if um they can communicate their deepest vulnerabilities, but not feel so exposed that, you know, it's scary, right? Um, Not scary, but so exposed that you can't really recover from it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let, Let me again remind folks of who they're listening to. Dr. Crystal White is our very special guest and she's a noted psychologist and the author of the letter code, which is a, a hit book right now. Everyone uh, should get this book deciphering why you love the way you love is, is the title Frank McKay here uh, with Dr. Crystal white. I, going back to, um, you know, I guess growing up is, uh, is, is probably the wrong, uh, wrong term, but I guess uh, evolving into relationships and, and so forth. I, and I don't know whether you covered in the book or, or not, but how many different uh, changes uh, uh, in the evolutionary process, if any, uh, did you mm-hmm. experience as a woman uh, going uh, going through all of this? I mean, as as a young mm-hmm. girl, I guess you can count that as like what what your paradigm yeah. was of a good relationship, and then you know, and it, 
teenage years when you actually uh, may be putting it into practice, you know, a teenage year or at least college year, um, putting it into practice and then changes after that. But you yourself, if, if you don't mind sharing, how many different um, uh, changes would you say that, uh, that you came across or, or do you even look at it like that? Oh, that's a great, that's a great question. No, I do. Of course. I think every relationship that I've been in where there's love involved, it's been transformative for me. And the book really is about who you are in the context of a significant relationship. We're not talking about crystal, you know, outside of, uh, in the real world, you know, I'm an extrovert and I have a personality that's intuitive and thinking based and very open minded but you see me in a relationship and I'm completely different in every relationship you're in. You can learn a little bit more about your true needs and your, your, those needs will fuel your desires. Uh, for me, I, I think a lot of people can also relate is that I had so many love experiences or relationships way before I ever knew who I was. And those early love relationships, you know, really could keep me stuck in a version of myself that's outdated, a version of myself that's fake. It's based on pleasing other people or winning their approval and not on my true genuine core or heart. And I, it is a a leadership skill and a conscious adult endeavor to say, who am I? Who am I as like my true authentic self and how can I love from that place versus the person that you want me to be or I need to be in order to gain relationship security. And men and women both do that. You know, you play the, this game of the dating game of let me, let me hook you in and then I can show you my real self, the bait and switch thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had the bait and switch thing, but it's absolutely terrifying when it happens to you. <laughs> what is that? Is that like you, you see somebody on online and they're presented a certain way and then all of a sudden they're is that what you mean by bait and switch correct or it could be like you can meet them on the first date and they look nothing like their profile but no for me it's like a person that um and i think i've done the bait and switch but it's like you're really nice you're very friendly you're a yes guy you say i climb mountains so you're gonna get the backpack and you pretend like you do it every weekend. But the first time we go on a 10 kilometer hike, you have blisters. And this is the first time. Yeah. That, you know, you're right. Yeah, Does that no, make sense? No. Yeah, of course. And I, you know, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I, I you know, I, I've been with the same woman for, uh, you know, two decades now and counting and I, and hopefully yeah. for the rest of our lives. But I, you know, growing up, and, and also, I, I own three nightclubs, so it, you know you meet, right. you meet thousands and thousands of people, and in and, the context of of them wanting, right, so right, hoping for some type of connection, yeah, yeah, well, right, so you and, see and, that game, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you see, but the thing is that uh, online dating didn't come in until you know I guess around ninety six or, or, or something along those lines, and um, and you know at those points. Uh, you know, I, you know, we had owned clubs, so meeting people was not a, was not an issue. You're meeting lots and lots of people. I mean, you're meeting constantly meeting people and, um, and, and, you know, everyone's single or 70 or 80% of them are, are single. But as far as the, the folks that, uh, that, uh, grew up with a different uh, reality or, or didn't have clubs, let's say, um, mm-hmm. you know, online dating, was a, was a savior for, for so many of these folks. I, I've got to believe. And actually, before I continue, let me remind everyone the name yeah. of the book 
is the letter code deciphering why you love the way you love and the author is with us today psychologist and and really wonderful uh, podcaster as well and we'll tell you where to check out the podcast uh dr crystal white is our very special guest frank mckay here with dr crystal white um but the 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 thought that we always had and, and especially when we we opened uh, clubs and they were rock clubs they weren't you know necessarily dance clubs or anything like that but they were rock clubs and there was just people around um you know that the the women that were coming there that that we knew um this was after college for them but before online dating and and like where were they going to go they weren't necessarily club people and they wouldn't be coming in there uh if they didn't have some familiarity with uh, with us and if you know there wasn't uh you know friends of theirs you know owning it or running it or or whatever so it's you know it's a little uh, it's a little different but for those yeah. who grew up with online dating as as uh, a, a real or as a, as a reality as a, as a major reality uh how big a force is online dating uh, compared to everything else. I mean, is that where people are meeting everyone at this point? I would assume, right? Yeah, I, I think that the majority of single and looking for a significant relationship adults use some kind of online application or having in the past. And it's just, it is absolutely just a platform to get you to a physical meeting with somebody, right? So it's right. almost like it takes away the vulnerability of, knowing if somebody is open for flirtation or open for some kind of intimate gesture, it kind of takes away that pressure uh, and that part of the dance, right? Because you know then what everybody's here for. People are here for connection, intimate connection. Um, what it doesn't do, though, is it doesn't um, require people to do the deep work of, like, withstanding that rejection that tip typically happens you know, when you had to meet somebody in a bookstore or in a hiking club or whatever, um, or even at work. And it, it, so it kind of takes away the, the, the artistic, you know, chase <laughs> of the dance, which, you know, isn't, doesn't necessarily, it serves a functional purpose, but it doesn't necessarily um, reduce, you know, the love amount of love that can come through. So I, I think that, it, the point is that all human beings desire connectivity. And if you're online or if you're trying to meet somebody in your natural environment, it's really crucial for you to say, this is what I need out of a significant intimate relationship. And if people don't respect that need or if they're not able, capable of giving you that need, uh, then it's time to say, next you know it's time to release that person to industry and look for a new person but you don't need to go through the messy process of just feeling it out in a chaotic way there's the letter code gives you actually a system to say this is what i need out of a relationship can you give this are you willing to and then you kind of move forward from that position you you alluded to uh, this earlier you know basically uh like on paper you know, someone uh, someone may sound absolutely great, and when you're looking through, and again, I've ne I've never done it. You know, I've never done online dating, so it's uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of just, uh, I, you know, I'll I'll yield to you on on all of that. But uh, as you're looking through these situations, it's almost like looking through resumes, in, in a way, right? I mean, uh, romantic resumes, and 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 you're seeing, uh, well, th this one is a lawyer, and this one's a judge, and this one's a uh, 
you know, this one's a, a flight attendant and whatever. But if you're if you're looking at it simply uh, from a resume standpoint, uh, and this goes for a, a man or a woman um, or well, whoever, right? I mean, uh, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, and you 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 take the uh, the lawyer over the flight attendant. Uh, because of uh, because of resume, uh, the flight attendant may be your perfect match, and you uh, and you you blew her off or blew him off or whatever, um, because uh, on paper they didn't match up. And 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 again, I'm uh, you know I'm not stating a, a fact here, but I'm just conjecture on my standpoint. Uh, is that a is that a real pitfall in online dating that we uh, we we don't. Um, uh, we 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 might discard somebody who doesn't look good on paper, but in in person, um, and and in reality, they're they're terrific. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's getting fooled by what's on the surface of what you see versus what's underneath everything. And uh, to be able to detect and decipher what's underneath your surface is the most powerful thing because that takes a lot of work. That takes some reflection. That takes awesome, phenomenal friends who can call you out on your stuff. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to, like you said, evolve to a certain point. And those are the types of people that I would encourage people to want to partner with. Are they taking care of their psychology, of their history, of really what their true heart is saying to them versus I'm a good catch because I'm a doctor? Because obviously that, that doesn't qualify you in, in the matters of the heart. The heart doesn't care if you went to med school. The heart doesn't care if, you know, you can remember somebody, uh, somebody's you know, birthday or whatever. Um, it's what, do you, what is, well, some hearts care about that. Let me correct myself. Sure. There are definitely hearts that care about that. But it is more um, a fascinating thing when you can say, listen, um, I'm an A. And as an A, I want to rely on you. I want to lean on you. And the hard thing is, is actually, I want you to be able to lean on me. And if you cannot lean on me and I can't take care of you, that's not going to work for me. And there, there, that, it, that is a different conversation than the conversation now of, or was about what somebody does, what they look like, what they like, what their hobbies are. Um, it changes the conversation to go very, very much deeper. Um, are they a right fit for your team? Is that is the most important thing. We're, that doesn't mean age, socioeconomic status at all. It means are they right fit for your heart team? Yeah. Well, listen, let me uh, thank you uh, right here and congratulate you at the same time. Thank you for being here and congratulations on the success of this book and all your success throughout uh, throughout life. We've got about a minute and a half, two minutes left with uh, Dr. Crystal White, and she's the author of The Letter Code, Deciphering Why You Love the Way You Love. Uh, Frank McKay here with Dr. Crystal White. Uh, give us anything that we, we didn't cover and, and give us a, 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 your website or social media site and, and certainly uh, tell us how we can listen to your podcast. One thing that we didn't chat about is like this happens not just for dating people this or single people. This happens also in marriages. So you've been married for two decades and you might have had a different style. Your heart had definitely different needs when you're in your 20s and 30s. So it's empowering to go back and take a deep look now of like how you've evolved as an individual, how your relationship has impacted you. And it can be something that if you find yourself kind of in a rut 
or you find yourself, somebody changes unexpectedly, which will always happen in a long-term relationship, um, that you can go back and, and use this as a tool to say, well, here is where we're at now. And this is a quick, easy way to go forward. Um, so it would be interesting just to, to know what you and your wife are like and um, how you navigate those waters. Because I do know I married couples that were part of the the testing for this said in my 20s, I was this letter, but because we've been married now for 25 years, we have evolved to be this, this letter together. And that was just really beautiful to yeah. see how people influence us. So you get to decide. You get to decide who influences you. Yeah, well, I'll show you know, I'll show it to my wife. She's always interested <laughs> in this. Too. I'm sure she'll enjoy uh, enjoy this conversation too. But uh, where can we uh, where, where can we listen to your podcast? Where can we buy the book and and follow mm -hmm. you on social media? Got about a minute left. Yeah, the easiest way to get the book is on Amazon, of course. And if you go to lettercode.com, you can have uh, different ways to get to the book. But the drcrystalwhite.com, just my name, Crystal with a K. drcrystalwhite.com is where you can find the podcast and other resources that I have in terms of leadership development and I would say psychological, emotional intelligence, inspiration. Great. Listen, uh, wonderful job. Thank you very much for being here. Thank and, you. And good luck going forward. I needing all the luck I can get because it's really the thing that makes the world go around is just being in the right place and connected at the right time. So thank you for having me on. I deeply respect it. And I wish you a really phenomenal journey ahead too, as you connect with all your different guests. Oh, thank you very much. Dr. Crystal White has uh, been the voice you've been hearing. She's a wonderful psychologist and uh, she's a podcaster, but she's the author of uh, the Letter Code, deciphering why you love the way you love. Frank McKay here signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.